Good morning, folks. Hope everybody's having a good little Saturday morning. Uh, it's the weekend. It's time for football. Uh, so let's uh, go over this slate uh, real quick here. Um, I've uh, I've cored the studs, of course. Um, I've got uh, a bunch of studs going today, so um, it's it makes the core pretty easy. Um, some guys in some non-fail spots like uh, Jalen Hurts uh, can't can't go wrong putting him in there uh, with his rushing ability uh, he should smash today uh, same with uh, Jonathan Taylor old JTT um, he's 9k which is expensive but he should uh, get into the 30s today uh, as well um, I like the Washington receivers today just because USC is really banged up on the on the defensive side. They're at home. Uh, Fuller's their big play guy. You can also put Bryant there as well. Um, one of those two guys. If you need the six hundred dollars uh, salary, you can um, you can go down to Bryant as well. Both of those guys should have big games as well. Um, all right, let's uh, let's run down the slate here real quick. Um, let's see. Pull it up. Here, uh, first game's Texas A&M and Arkansas. Um, it's uh, the total for that one is uh, pretty high, um, considering that um, Arkansas is pretty bad. It's going to be played in Arlington at the Cowboys Stadium. Um, yeah, totals up to sixty and a half. A&M's favored by twenty-three and a half uh, currently, so it's a pretty good, good hefty total there um, could see uh, could see that game stack is something really really interesting just in case um, Arkansas is able to hang which I think they might be able to um, if they're able to throw the football a little bit um, we saw last week that uh, Starkle can throw it's just he makes very poor decisions um, so um, could could see that game go off for sure. Um, Kellen Mond's an elite play on um, on DK. He's uh, his rushing ability combined with his um, throwing ability. He's been trying to throw the ball a lot more this year, so could see him um, go off today. Let's see, I'm trying to make this zoom in here. Zoom. There we go. Make it a little bit bigger. There we go. Okay. All right. So um, that game. Let's pull up the receivers. Um, Osborne is probably my favorite one on A&M. He just he makes things happen. Uh, probably their best all-around receiver. Uh, Courtney Davis would be second. Um, they're pretty cheap. I mean considering uh, they're the two main target guys on that team um, uh, Smith for 3800 is a really good bargain uh, he's supposedly gonna get more playing time he's a true freshman so yeah you could you could see him um, smashing just uh, that salary there um, uh, Kendrick Rogers they look for um, when they're down on the goal line he gets a lot of red zone targets so could definitely use him uh, if you needed that salary as well in a, in a stack um, for Arkansas they're 
they're getting Traylon Burks back. He uh, didn't play last week against San Jose State, and they kind of missed him. Um, so he could he could do some work. My favorite receiver um, for Arkansas is Trey Knox. He's a freshman. He's 5,100. Um, he's just a deep threat. His uh, average depth on target is like 15 yards. So he he gets the the deep deep shots. Uh, Mike Woods as well is another guy. He's a sophomore. He makes big plays. Um, and Cheyenne O'Grady is the tight end. He's a big guy, hard to bring down. Will be tough um, for AM to bring down. Their secondary is the worst part of their team. Um, they had a guy suspended last week. I think they're a team in turmoil. So maybe Arkansas goes off today. Could could possibly uh, see it happen. Um, let's look at the running backs here. Um, so, um, I'm not gonna play any of the uh, any of the Arkansas running backs. If if I would, it would probably be Whaley because uh, if they're behind, they're gonna be tossing it to him a little bit. Um, he's uh, he's a good receiver out of the backfield. Um, of course, Corbin's hurt for A&M, so you could take him out of the equation. Um, these are the two guys I'd worry about. Um, on A&M when it comes to rushing. Um, Isaiah Spiller, uh, freshman, true freshman out of high school on a 40 total. So you could use him uh, for sure. Jacob Cabote, he's he's kind of a, uh, I think he's a sophomore this year, but he doesn't have the talent that uh, Spiller has. So I would, uh, I would rather play Spiller there, $400 more. Um, on a crazy total uh, should win by 24 so um, I like like that a lot um, let's go ahead and move on to the next game um, of course the quarterbacks are in play there especially if making stacks um, could could see those those two guys go off um, Bama and and uh, Mississippi Ole Miss Um, the wide receivers uh, that are in play are um, oh, what the heck The uh, receivers to worry about here on Bama, the thing you got to worry about is the uh, old roulette. Uh, never know what's going to happen. There actually was an article that came out this week about how they uh, play rock, paper, scissors to decide who gets to play what or who gets to run what route. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like that when putting them in your DK lineups as well. And, um, as we saw last week, uh, Devontae Smith did nothing. The rest of the guys went off. Um, I think if you're going to play these guys, um, maybe take a take a shot on Smith again. He's 5900, so his prices came down since last week. Um, Judy 
is also a play. I think it's Judy and Ruggs today. Um, I would just pay up if you're making a game stack. You're not going to be able to afford them uh, if you're playing Jonathan Taylor. Um, so, uh, yeah, if, you, if you're paying down at running back, definitely get, grab one of those two guys because um, they're, they're going to go off today. Uh, Mississippi isn't very good in the secondary, giving up 40.1 DK um, to wide receivers. Um, for Mississippi, the only guy I'd really play today uh, would be Elijah Moore. Um, he's uh, just a target hog on that team. Uh, quarterbacks love throwing to him, so um, I would. That's he'd be the only guy I'd play. Sixty three hundred. Their total is eleven point five. So um, definitely, definitely don't want any part of that. The total right now in that game is uh, sixty two. So. It's stayed about the same all week. Um, running backs on that side, um, they are expensive. Uh, Najee Harris starts for Bama, and uh, for Ole Miss, they kind of have gone to a two-man rotation, um, Ely and Scotty Phillips, and they're very expensive against a really good rush defense. Uh, so I won't have any of them. On, my, on any of my teams. Brian Robinson's interest, interesting at 4,800 uh, just because they're going to win by 40 points and, you know, he's going to get some late game run. Um, so um, can play play them for sure. Uh, Tua um, is definitely in play uh, for game stacks and uh, cash if you would rather play him, but I like Hurts a lot more. Um, don't see how he fails today. Um, and I don't want to touch the Mississippi quarterback at all. So um, let's move on to the next one here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Kansas and TCU. Um, the total on this one currently. Okay, there we go. Kansas, TCU. It's uh, sitting at 48, low total. Uh, TCU is favored by 14 and a half, so it's around a 30, uh, 32 team total. So um, a lot of points for TCU. You can see them uh, doing some work today uh, on the ground, especially. Um, Kansas doesn't allow a lot through the air. Their cornerbacks are actually decent, um, so I, I don't like attacking them through the air. Also, Max Duggan isn't a very good quarterback yet. Uh, he's going to be eventually, but uh, not yet. Um, let's see. All right, there we go. Um, for Kansas, because they're probably going to be playing from behind with that 15-and-a-half line. Um, it's actually came down to 14-and-a-half now. Um <clears throat> Andrew Parchment's a good play uh, just because of the sheer amount of targets he's going to get. Um, and he's a big receiver. TCU's uh, cornerbacks are really good, um, like NFL good. So um, can see them shutting, shutting these Kansas receivers down and make them, making them beat them on the, on the ground, um, which I don't think they're going to be able to do either. Uh, TCU's defense is just too good this year, I believe. 
Uh, Jalen Rager is way too cheap now, 5,900. Um, he's worth taking some shots on uh, for sure because nobody, nobody's going to play him. Um, and uh, he gets a quarter of their targets. So um, I definitely love that. Uh, cheap guys in this game, uh, Dylan Thomas, he's 3,400. He's moved into the, um, to the top of the heap there, especially Duggan at quarterback. He seems to have a good uh, connection with him. Um, all right, let's look at running backs here for TCU. Um, one of my favorite running backs on the board today, uh, Darius Anderson. He's 6,500. Um, I have him in my main lineup. He gets 30% of the carries. Uh, it's trending upward, too. Um, Alana Lua actually fumbled one last week, and uh, um, kind of took a seat uh, with a 32-team total. Um, you know, he's, he's set up to smash today, especially for a team that lo loves to run the ball. And uh, he gets crazy yards after contact. Um, I just I, I love that play. Uh, for Kansas, they kind of split the carries between Puka Williams Jr. and uh, Khalil Herbert. Um, as you can see, uh, TCU doesn't give up a, a bunch on the ground. They shut down for the most part, SMU's uh, run game last week, which came into the game pretty, pretty good. So uh, I, um, I kind of want to stay away there. But if you're going to play any Kansas, uh, I don't hate Puka. Uh, I just like Darius Anderson more for the 400 bucks. Um, I think Kansas is a little overrated, to be honest. They, they, uh, they struggled against West Virginia. And, you know, they beat Boston College, but Boston College is terrible. Their defense is horrible. Um, you can attack Boston College with Wake Forest today, and I'll get to that here in just a minute. Um, quarterbacks, I don't want to play either one. Duggan is unproven, and Stanley is not good. Um, okay, uh, Texas Tech and Oklahoma would be the next move here. Um, Jalen Hurts, of course, um, going to be in our, our uh, core. So I love him. Uh, when pairing up receivers... Uh, with him um, I like there's a couple different guys of course CD lamb is is an easy play uh, he's pricey so he's hard to hard to fit in there um, if looking for a cheaper guy um, definitely uh, go for um, Charleston Rambo um, he's uh, you know he gets 16% of the targets, he gets 20.9 20 yards per target, which is up there with Lamb. Um, can definitely see him him having a big day. Uh, and he's cheap, he's 5,600, so can't, can't really beat that. Um, Lee Morris is also another guy, he's 3,400, and he gets end zone targets as well. Um, him and Calcaterra actually share that tight end spot, sometimes they're both in there. Um, Either one of those guys can have a big day. Uh, for Texas Tech, uh, TJ Vasher is their big play guy. He's 6'5", 6'6", and can jump out of the gym. Um, so, and he gets 23.4% of the targets, uh, and he can make a big play. Uh, they look for him in the, in the red zone as well. Just depends on their quarterback play. Uh, if they get a good, good day from, from Duffy or... or um, uh, Tyner, they can uh, 
one of those guys can smash on Texas Tech. They throw the ball a lot. They have three running backs as well. So um, Rigdon's also interesting. Gets 12% of the targets. Um, McLean Mannix, a transfer from Nevada, also also very nice. Um, running back-wise, don't want to play um, out uh, Oklahoma running backs as they uh, as Hertz takes most of their usage. Um, you know, in GPPs, if for some reason you're fading Hertz and, you know, you want to play um, the Oklahoma running backs, that's definitely an option. Uh, you know, you're, if, if you're not playing him in GPPs, you're banking on maybe the running back stealing his, his touchdowns, which, you know, that could happen, I guess. But uh, I'm, not, I'm not so sure it does. Um, uh, the two main guys are Sermon and, uh, and Kennedy Brooks from my high school so I like I like those guys uh, in GPPs they're cheap too they, they haven't done anything this year and uh, you know they could break out at any moment they did some stuff last year with Murray even in so um, uh, Sermon starts and Brooks is, uh, comes in as well uh, for Texas Tech I don't really want to play any of their running backs as they're probably going to be behind um Shine, the transfer from Utah, is uh, big back. And uh, Henry gets some receptions as well. So, you know, if you're going to play one of them, I guess that guy uh, would, you know, Henry would be a good move. Um, don't want to play any of the Texas Tech quarterbacks. I guess you could take a chance on Duffy as he's a run threat. Um, <coughs> they do have him, have him for a 21-team total. So they do see them scoring three touchdowns or so. Um, Okay, on to the next one, uh, Northwestern and Wisconsin. Um, this game includes our other lock, uh, Jonathan Taylor. So um, we like him to do some, some work today. Um, my spreadsheet, my Excel is acting horrible today. It already crashed and dropped my, my FanDuel uh, plays. So... Um, I'm going to have to rush through that. I had it all almost completed and it completely crashed. So that's neither here nor there. Um, all right, for Wisconsin, their, <coughs> their wide receivers, I would start with um, uh, Quintez Cephas. He gets 20% of the targets, 12.8 target uh, yards per target, um, makes the big plays, and... Uh, Northwestern secondary isn't very good. They give up 30 points per game to wide receivers. Um, AJ Taylor's also there. Um, you know, all these guys are cheap. It just depends on you know which which one's going to go off. My bet would be on uh, Cephas um, as he you know gets 20% of the targets and can make big plays. Um, so. Uh, for Northwestern, I don't really want to play any of their receivers. Their quarterback stinks, so staying away from, from them. Um, okay, Northwestern. Running back-wise, of course, Jonathan Taylor. Um, want to lock him in. He's going to have a big day. Um, Northwestern gives up 23.5 points per game, but they haven't faced anybody like him. Um, so he should have a big, big day. Even if they stack the box, I don't see how they how they stop him. He also has been working out of the backfield to get some catches as well. So, um, 
you know, he's kind of uh, game script proof there just in case. But, you know, they see them scoring uh, five or six touchdowns. So he can definitely get three or four of those uh, easy. And, uh, yep, um, for Northwestern running back-wise, fly buzzing around or something. Um, Drake Anderson and Isaiah Bowser are set to share the running back role. Um, for a team that's only getting 11 uh, team total, I don't see you know, them smashing. Um, I guess I would have Bowser before uh, Drake Anderson as he will be less chalky. And uh, I think Bowser's just the better running back. Um, Quarterback-wise, uh, Jack Cohn uh, for Wisconsin is in play. He's only 5,900. So um, could see him uh, in a lineup or two as he's cheap. And uh, especially if you're not playing um, Jonathan Taylor and you, you need that value, that's, that's a really good value. Uh, if you're fading the tailback uh, and you see, you know, possibly him smashing there. All right, next game uh, is USC and Washington. Um, let's see. Uh, USC. Now, Wisconsin, or USC has a bunch of um, injuries on the defensive side. Two of their start and tail uh, cornerbacks are out. So that's why I've locked uh, Fuller in as a core. Play uh, 35 total for them. Um, he gets 24% of the targets, and uh, he's a big play waiting to happen. Um, also, uh, Hunter Bryant as well. He's the uh, uh, the tight end. Um, he gets 20% of the targets. Also, a big play guy. Uh, can can use either of these guys as a core play. I just think they're they're going to smash today. Um, <clears throat> Let's see. Also, for Washington, um, you can look at uh, Andre Michelia, uh, 5,200 as well. And he seems uh, too cheap. He can make big plays. Gets 21% of the targets. Um, for USC, of course, uh, new quarterback. He smashed last week. So, um, be interesting to see what happens. Washington gives up 35 points per game to wide receivers. Um, will be an interesting, interesting match there. Uh, Michael Pittman and Tyler Vons are the two big guys, uh, both expensive uh, for good reason. Get about 30% of the targets each. Um, uh, Almon Ross St. Brown also there, 17% of the targets. He missed a whole week due to injury so um, those three guys you can maybe make a good little game stack uh, with Washington receivers as well I don't hate that um, especially with uh, Jacob Eason is also a really elite play at 5900 on uh, um, in the super flex uh, if you need that that salary um, for the uh, on the running back end here USC. It's kind of a, turned into a three-man share for USC. Um, Malapai and Carr and Step. Um, I don't don't love it as you know. Step 
has been getting a, a ton more carries now that he's healthy. Um, and Washington doesn't give up a bunch of points on the ground. Um, for, on the Washington side, uh, depends on what we hear on Ahmed's um, uh, injury. If he's back, um, you know, he, he could be a very good GPP play as uh, Washington should be able to run the football on this uh, USC defense as well. Um, Newton and McGrew are the two backups. Newton's a freshman, and he's been coming on, scores a lot of touchdowns, gets a lot of uh, red zone carries. Um, McGrew would be um, second or third string. It just depends on the week. So, And he's only 3,700. I think if Ahmed's out, an interesting uh, way to do it would be to play both of these um, these guys because they're less than 9K together. And, uh, you know, they can give you... Uh, 30 points possibly from those those two guys combined um, so I like that for sure um, like I said on the quarterbacks I, I would love to play Eason um, just because I think he's going to smash today uh, against his banged up USC secondary uh, let's see alright next game is Iowa State and Baylor um, I like this game a lot I, I thought about stacking it it's a sold-out sold um, show uh, for Baylor, so the crowd's going to be crazy. Uh, all those Baptists just going nuts in the stands, um, you know, uh, just going crazy up there. You know how you know how Baptists do. <laughs> uh, let's see. All right, so wide receiver-wise, um, on the Baylor side, Denzel Mims is the big play guy, 30% of the targets, 10 yards per target. Um, and uh, Iowa State gives up a fair amount to wide receivers. Their corners haven't been good this year at all. Uh, 34.5 points per game there. Uh, R.J. Sneed would be the second. Uh, my second favorite guy as, uh, you know, he, he gets a lot of the targets, and he's $3,800. So making a game stack, I think he's a necessity to make it, other things work. Um <clears throat> Another guy that um, I like that can go off would be Platt. He had a big year last year. Um, he's not started off too well, but 5,600, he can, you know, he can possibly have a big day. Um, for Iowa State, uh, Tariq Milton's my favorite receiver, uh, one of my favorite receivers on the slate. He's 5K. Um, don't let this uh, defense defensive numbers fool you as Baylor – has not played anybody this year. Um, I think Stephen F. Austin, UT San Antonio, and Rice. So, you know, major step up here um, against a team with a very good offense. Um, and Deshante Jones and Tariq Milton both get tons of targets. And uh, Tariq Milton's a big play waiting to happen, 18 yards per target, which is crazy high. Um, and they've played Iowa, so you know they've they've actually played a good opponent as opposed to Baylor, who hasn't. Um, uh, Charlie Kohler is a good good value play, a really good value. It's probably one of my favorites today, forty one hundred, and you know he gets seventeen percent of the targets. Um, another guy in Iowa State, Lamichael Petway, is Arkansas transfer, fifteen percent of the targets. Um, he's fifty two hundred. I don't love love him. I'd rather play Kohler, but Petway can make big plays. He's a he's a big time receiver.
Let's see. All right, so wide, uh, uh, running back wise, um, State. Let's see. I don't want to play any of the Iowa State running backs unless I have to, um, because they, as you can see, we have 22 percent, 17 percent, 17 12%, 5%. They split quite a bit, and I really don't want that. Um, Crony gets some of the targets, so I guess if you're going to play one of them, play Crony. Uh, and that's about it on, on, on them. I wouldn't want to play either of them, uh, any of them. Um, same with Baylor, um, 21%, 19 19%, 12%. I, you know, I just don't want any of that. Jermichael Hasty, he, he was a big-time recruit and, you know, has some talent. So I guess if you're going to play one, um, it would be him. But, yeah, I'm going to skip that. Uh, Brock Purdy as the quarterback, uh, I love. Seven, you know, he's he's mid seven k, so I like him and Charlie Brewer. Um, making a game stack, I think that works out really well. Both of them are are very mobile. Um, Purdy had a huge game last week, put over fifty DK points, uh, so he can definitely smash up. You know, um, should be quite a few touchdowns scored in this game, and. Uh, um, I, I love it as a game stack for sure. Um, next game is uh, Wake at Boston College. Um, you know, this game is going to go off for sure. Uh, the, um, for the wide receivers here, um, let's see, let me pull these up here. BC doesn't have a whole lot that interests me um, wide receiver wise. I think um, they're going to be able to make hay on the ground. Um, so I think uh, I think they're going to go they're going to go that route. Um, if they're behind, um, I don't hate Kobe White at 4400. He gets 19 18 percent of the targets. Um, <laughs> they're tight ends. They're, they're the only team I know that lists two tight ends two tight end spots on the depth chart. Um, with complete with backups, uh, they just go so deep at tight end uh, with Long, Adrizi, uh, Burt, and who's the last one? Uh, I don't know. He's not here. He doesn't get many targets. But yeah, those um, those four tight ends. You just never know which one's going to go off. Um, but yeah, uh, Glines and Kobe White are the two target big target guys. Uh, Kobe White's kind of the big play receiver, um, and Zay Flowers also. Uh, he's a little too expensive for my taste, but um, you know he at least makes one or two big plays a game. Um, he's a true freshman, small receiver um, who's really fast. Um, Wake Forest, um, go, paying down at running back, uh, Sage Sherratt and Scotty Washington are also fantastic plays. Uh, they're just really expensive. Um, Wake, uh, Boston College has terrible cornerbacks, terrible defense. Um, can definitely attack there. They should score probably every other play. <laughs> uh, Kendall Hinton's back for Wake Forest. Um, he's only 5K. He does get a lot of targets. He missed uh, the last two weeks with a hamstring. Um, Jaquari Robin Roberson has filled in for him, scored a touchdown last week. Um, 
can definitely see him making some plays for 4K. He's too cheap. Uh, running back wise, um, one of my favorite running backs, uh, favorite running back groups is Wake Forest. Um, it'd be interesting to you know play both Carney and Walker together. Um, they're less than 10K in a smash spot against uh, Wake Forest. Kansas backs ran all over Wake, and uh, I'm pretty sure that Bo- or Wake <laughs> ran all over Boston College. I'm pretty sure that the two Wake backs are better um, than those two Kansas backs. Uh, Walker's been coming on. He's a freshman, and uh, he just looks elite uh, so far this year. Um I don't really love Beal Smith as a player. He's he was terrible last week at El- against Elon, so um, I'd leave him out. Just maybe play Carney and Walker um, <clears throat> for Boston College. AJ Dillon uh, is eighty three hundred. It's expensive. I'd rather just pay up and grab uh, Taylor uh, just in case the game script gets out of control here. Um, team totals are both crazy seventy one and a half total. Um, so it shouldn't, uh, and Wake Forest's uh, rush defense isn't great. Um, him, uh, Dylan, and Bailey, uh, you know, playing together uh, should smash the value here, and uh, you know, I, I love that for sure. Um, Levy actually plays wide receiver. He's uh, 3,200, um, so just in case he gets uh, some of the targets, um, can definitely definitely see some some good plays there. Uh, quarterback wise, um, it is for me. Um, I don't really love the BC quarterback Brown, but you know you just never know. I I, I see Boston College doing most of their work on the ground here. Um, and maybe Brown mixing in a little bit. He is a dual threat player, so you know you could could see him um, uh, get some rush yards as well. Uh, Newman is uh, the Wake quarterback, and uh, you know he's you know, all they do is throw the ball. They've he scored over thirty DK every every week, um, and he's only seventy eight hundred, um, and he should score over thirty again. Um, I've toyed with playing him over over Hertz, and I, you know, gone back and forth on that. Um, Hertz runs the ball more, so against Texas Tech, who's a horrible defense. Um, yeah, I either one is fine with me. I have them one two in my rankings, and you know that's where I see it. Uh, def- both of them are going to smash today. Uh, let's see. Next game is uh, Clemson and North Carolina. I don't love this game for DFS, especially on the North Carolina side. Um, as I, you know, I kind of see Clemson, uh, running away with this one, uh, literally they should be able to move the, move the ball on the ground. Um, Etienne's an elite play as is, um, Dixon, um, for Clemson through the air. Also, there's some good value here. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Justin Ross is supposedly back from injury. Uh, gets 26% of the targets, um, kind of around the line of scrimmage though. Doesn't really, uh, hasn't really had any deep deep shots yet. Uh, T. Higgins is the deep deep play guy so far this year. 
um, against a team that is terrible in the secondary. Uh, 43 total, so could definitely make some big plays there. Amari Rogers is back, 4,600. Uh, super cheap, one of my favorite value plays today um, against a terrible secondary, 36.4 DK per game, 18.1 um, yards per target. Now, that's kind of deceiving. He does catch the ball around the line of scrimmage, but um, he's a uh, great player with uh, making yards after contact. Um, on the uh, North Carolina side, Deami Brown would be the only guy I'd really want to look at here. Um, their quarterback play hasn't been good against good teams, um, as we saw against uh, against Wake Forest. Uh, kind of came on at, uh, late there, but uh, 17 team total isn't you know isn't what I want to mess with. Um, for the running back situation here, uh, for Clemson, it's it's Travis Etienne, of course, and uh, um, Lynn J. Dixon is a good play as well. Uh, they're both pricey. Um, I would rather stick with the sure thing and Jonathan Taylor, but um, I could see see why playing Etienne would be would be uh, a good option with a 43 total. Um, you know, could see a blowout here though, so just never know. Um, running back situation on North Carolina, just don't play any of them. Uh, Clemson's rush defense is elite, and uh, when it comes to quarterback. Um, uh, Trevor Lawrence would be the only guy to play from this game. Uh, you know, he might might have a huge game today uh, as he can throw the ball and run a little bit. Um, I don't hate that. All right, moving on to the next game. we got Georgia Tech and Temple. Um, a lot of good value here in this game. Um, as the Temple wide receivers are pretty cheap, um, Georgia Tech's actually performed admirable against the pass. Um, so I don't love love it, uh, especially with these totals being lower. Uh, only seeing four touchdowns. Um, you want to go with the guys that, that get the most targets. Uh, Jaden Blue, uh, Brandon Mack, and Isaiah Wright dominate the targets here. Um, Jaden Blue so far has made the biggest plays. Um, and, you know, he's he would be the one I'd, I'd like the most. He's going to be the chalkiest as well. So in GPPs, I don't hate playing Mac or Wright. Um, just know that you know Blue is probably the chalkiest one. He's came on this year. He, you know he he uh, I think he's e either a freshman or just um, just now playing this year. I, c I can't remember. But Mac and Wright are also good plays uh, at that price. Fifty one hundred. They got lazy, I think, and they just threw everybody in under the same umbrella. Um, for Georgia Tech, I don't want to play any of their receivers. Um, if you do, Mal Malachi Carter um, would be one, and Tyler Davis, the tight end, for 3,200 is a good value. Uh, could definitely see him making a play or two. Um, for Georgia Tech, uh, on the running back end um, against Temple, Temple shut down Maryland's uh, rush defense, which we saw last night wasn't a big, <laughs> wasn't really as big a feat as we thought at the time. Um, uh, Georgia Tech has Jordan Mason, one of the you know best big backs in the game, uh, 5400, um, gets 35% of the carries. So uh, I don't hate that. Uh, t you know they only see him scoring three touchdowns this game. He he probably gets one or two. Um, he can definitely make value at that that price. Uh, I don't want to play any other other running backs from Georgia Tech as 
volume isn't there. Their quarterbacks run a little bit, um, and it's a three-man rotation there at quarterback. So just don't know which quarterback to pick. It's the worst. The coach is the worst. Just give us a damn depth chart and, you know, let us go from there. and Play one quarterback. Stop rotating. Just play Oliver. How about that? All right, the uh, Temple running back situation. Uh, they start Gardner. He's not very good. Uh, not a good running back at all. Uh, Raymond Davis is the uh, uh, backup. Um, he's a freshman. Uh, does get 32% of the carries. He's 4,200 on DK. Um, could see playing both of these guys together as you know you get most most of the the carries there. Um, and it's less, you know, it's 9,100 bucks together. So in a 28 total, you'd see two touchdowns coming back coming from the running back spot there um and paying for itself so uh i don't hate that at all and you know georgia tech gives up 31 points per game to running backs um so i don't hate it uh russo for uh temple is a good quarterback play and the only one i'd look at from this game um he's super cheap he is 50, let's see, he is 6,400, and, uh, you know, if not playing these two running backs together, uh, I love playing Russo on his own because he's too cheap, and they should be able to throw the ball a bit on Georgia Tech. Um, last game is Virginia-Notre Dame. Um, Virginia receivers, uh, I love um, playing Joe Reed always. Um, he's just uh, he's just a damn good, damn good receiver, uh, and uh, Perkins loves throwing to him. So uh, I don't hate hate that at all. Uh, um, yeah, he gets twenty four percent of the targets, um, made twenty three catches. Team totals low, so I don't love it, love love it, but uh, you know. I don't hate it either. Um, Dubois is the other guy, uh, 5K. He gets 17% of the targets, and uh, you know he could smash tonight as well. It's one of those two guys. I like Reed a little bit more because they kind of scheme up plays for him. On the Notre Dame side, I like a lot more. Um, Virginia is not very good in the defensive backfield, and it's at Notre Dame. Uh, Claypool can have a big day, 6,400 on DK, 34% uh, of the targets, and you know, make, make plays down the field. Uh, Cole Komet, uh, he came back last week and had, what, 10 targets, and he's uh, just a big tight end, um, loves to make plays, 5,100 bucks. I, I love that. Um, I kind of like it more than the Temple receivers at that price, to be honest. Uh, Chris Finke is the... Uh, you know, kind of a lunch pail wide receiver, 4,800 bucks. Um, can see him him smashing that price as well. Uh, you know, he kind of makes the plays around the line of scrimmage and sometimes make make people miss. Um, that's pretty much it at the wide receiver spot. Um, running backs. Um, Jameer Smith is back for Notre Dame, and. Um, he gets a lot of the goal line carries, and he's 5,400 uh, for a 31 total. Uh, and um, I, I hate Tony Jones Jr. He's just a bad running back. 
you should go back to go back to receiver because uh, he's better better at receiving than uh, running the football. Uh, he's just he runs too upright and just yeah he <laughs> gets three yards of carry. Uh, Wayne uh, Talapapa is the Virginia back. Um, um, Notre Dame isn't great against the running back, and uh, he's going to get most of the carries there. So uh, I don't hate that. 5200 bucks for a guy that's going to get most of the carries is cheap. Um, on the quarterback side, uh, Perkins and Book. Um, I like uh, Book a lot more as, as – uh, Notre Dame has shown it can't really run the ball very effectively, uh, so book, book has to make plays. Um, and uh, he is 7,900. Um, I like Mond a lot better and Newman a lot better. Um, so, you know, I, I put those guys above there, but uh, making a stack or something, you know, I don't, I don't hate it. Um, but, yeah, uh, I'm working on getting all the FanDuel stuff up. Uh, like I said, my my damn things crashed uh, on me I'll, I'll show you here hold on Fandle. no that's not it it's Fandle main yeah see <laughs> yeah awesome so uh, I'm working on that and uh, if you have any questions just shoot me a message in the discord and uh, I'll be sure to help you out um, just let me know if you need need anything. Um, private message me if you have any questions about your lineups. Um, I don't give out lineups, so you know if you need you know need a two v two or something, uh, you know I, I I'll do that for you. Uh, you know I'll give my opinion on which one's the best, uh, which one I like the best. But um, yeah, uh, just let me know if you need anything, and uh, I'll be in the Discord. Good luck, guys.